you end up talking about the Suburban when you were talking about... Oh, we should talk about the Suburban. Driving cars. I was getting there. I was... I was we went on tra- like 18 I, tangents. <laughs> yeah, I was that's trying to judge if the book tangent was over or not. <laughs> I'm going to grab uh, another beer. Uh, so this this week for work, I have been mostly around Richmond, which has been a blessing, but um, I have been driving the Suburban. Mm-hmm. Which is still here. Which is still here. Which I also kind of forgot With about until you it. mentioned it this week. Yeah. Like when you sent me the picture of it uh-huh. and the parking deck, I was like, damn, that looks a lot like my Suburban. <laughs> That's because it is. Yeah. Uh, it's freaking sweet. It's... So it's the best thing. It's just it's so much fun to drive. I don't I it's like it's, it's a big it's, old truckosaurus. Yeah. It and it has dual armrests and like the, the AC is cold and the cruise control is existent and <laughs> I mean if if not a bit lackluster, but it's there. The driver's seat is something else entirely. Like I mean they were putting uh, that thing is literally a lazy boy, you know, at that point. There's like like you remember your granddad's lazy boy that had like the actual sewed in buttons into the oh, cushion yeah. and shit like that. Like that's oh, basically yeah. what this is, and it and it literally has two armrests that come down. Like you've got the door armrest, and then you have the center console. But fuck that. You also all have two like cloth, <laughs> like f- cloth covered folding. I might, armrests mm-hmm. I might have to sit in this car before I leave tonight, so I can experience. I, I this. wish it had a uh a, a like a running board that you could step on to get up into the truck because mm. it's it's a tall boy that i mean that, somebody makes one probably oh no yeah for sure i mean I've, that's never been an issue for me so i've I'm never also considered just it. short yeah so i mean I, I wouldn't say that you were short but i'm tall yeah so. yeah i i texted pierce this earlier in the week it's like driving that thing is like it's like you're in a different time it like it's, that's what i was about to say it's like I, d- I don't even know how to describe it it's like nothing else matters like you're just you're just in it and you're just cruising and like it's just so it life moves at a different pace when you're driving that car it's like i don't i'm not worried about getting to where i'm going in any amount of time like when i when i stop for lunch i stop and like eat on the side of the road like leaned up against the truck and like you know i like hell yeah i i just go the speed limit you know all the way down 460 from richmond to to norfolk or you know whatever it is you know it's just like so what i'm hearing is you're you're trying to sell the trailblazer and buy the suburban (laughs) oh i forgot you had a trailblazer yeah we had actually talked about this way back on the podcast and he reminded me he when he was texting me today it reminded me of the moment that we were talking on this podcast years ago of what I was trying to explain to you specifically, Jordan, about what it felt like to drive a truck. And it's just, it's just transcendent in the sense that... like the king of the road. Well, not so much... Yes, but in a sense that... Not so much that you matter more than anyone else, but just that you're the only one there. Like, it's just like a euphoric experience where it's just like comfortable, cozy, time... Like he said, time doesn't exist anymore. And then you... It's the sense that, that you are safe... Because it feels like you're driving your home, like you're at home in the vehicle. If that makes, does that I make think sense? that makes a lot of sense. Actually, that's almost yeah. a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. But what you had said at that point, this was before you had the Forerunner. Oh, I fucking love way, that thing. Way back in the day, and you were looking at me like I was trying to explain this to you back Perhaps then. Perhaps you were explaining in a weird way. I mean, probably because yeah. I'm not good with words. It was just like 
you know, I was just talking about like the way it feels to drive a truck is is like there's driving a car and it's fun to drive a car and I will yeah. always love driving a car. It's different. But driving a truck is also incredible. Yeah. And the completely up Oh god. And it doesn't even have to be like a bro dozer. No, just no, like, no. Just like a large In fact, driving a bro dozer is actually worse cuz now actually You're where I work now limits. We actually have bro dozers and stuff come through frequently, and they fucking suck, dude. Yeah. They they are a nightmare to drive, in in all the worst ways. When so so I was trying to explain this truck thing to you way back then, and then I remember like later after you had gotten the Forerunner, you actually came back to me and you were like, I understand what you were talking about driving yeah. that body on frame experience. It's different. It's different, dude. It just is different, man. Like. I don't know. You just got to have a truck. Like I love it. Yeah. I I absolutely love that that four. Anybody I, who's a car guy, like mm-hmm. you know, you just have to have a truck. That's what I keep. Like a lot of the guys at work have been talking. Not a lot. A couple of the guys at work have been talking about like, hey, what you know, what's the next thing to like start getting into more track stuff? And I'm like, step one, buy a house. Step two, buy a oh, truck. About that. Like you need to have, you need to have a truck. You need to, to have a truck. You need to have a a space. To have the truck and your wow. car and possibly a trailer and a place to work on your car. Like, that, uh, that's kind of what you need, really. If you really want to do it for real, for real, that's what you need. I'd say that that's fair, but, like, there's also situations, like, for your place of work, could you not also work on your car at work? Sure, but I don't want to have to drive my car well to the track. Yeah. I, I, the, the amount of, like, stress relief... To be able to drive that comfortable thing to and from the track, yes. rather than being in a race car the whole yes. time, is incalculable. Oh, I absolutely understand. I mean, not that I've ever done that specifically, but just like towing. Because like, if the car breaks down, mm-hmm. it sucks because I've wasted a lot of time and money, but I can still go home yeah. and I'm comfortable right. doing so. And that that feeling sort of translates into everything else that you do with a truck. Like it doesn't matter what happens with whatever I'm towing. Like fuck it, just throw it in there. We're, we'll we'll figure it out. It'll get home. Doesn't matter. Yep. It's I don't know. Doesn't bro. matter if a Volkswagen hits you. It'll be alright. <laughs> so my only other experience driving trucks was the Tacoma that we had for work for a while. Oh, yeah. I forgot I about was, that. I think it's pretty cool. When I worked for my dad. Mm-hmm. And I just don't feel like it had the same. Uh, well, I you know don't or whatever. really <laughs> like Tacomas that much. It was, they don't feel the same. T- Tacomas are okay. First of all, Tacomas are great trucks. They are like absolutely. They will be you know valuable for forever. Yep. But like, there's something about Tacomas that just feel more utilitarian. Yep. Than they ever do. They're not comfy. They're not comfy. They're like kind of loud. Honestly. They're loud. They're bouncy. The interior is noticeably less nice place to be than a Forerunner, which is yeah, the same sure. chassis. It, which is weird to me. Yeah. Like the Forerunner is so much nicer to drive. I mean, I guess honestly, if you start to think about coil it, like springs it, versus leaf springs, that's a big part of it. Well, that's I mean for the rear, yeah. But yeah. then you also have weight over the rear too. Like that's another that's thing true. about pickup trucks. That you never really realize is that like yeah. they will always be bouncy. Yep. Unless you're loaded, to have a bunch of shit in the back, which is like, you know, the thing that I don't understand about pickup trucks, like all like these people feel like they need pickup trucks 
and then never use the pickup part of the truck. Yeah. Um, If you have a moderately sized SUV, if you have, heck, not even an SUV, if you have a vehicle that can tow 3,500 pounds, which a minivan can do now. I mean, a sedan can do that these days. uh, Not necessarily true. Dude, it's crazy how low tow ratings are for vehicles here versus overseas, but that's a whole nother conversation. Well, it's more to do Um, with the crash like safety ratings and stuff, I, right? I guess. I don't know. But like like our F- Subaru Forester could tow like 3,000 pounds with the manual transmission back in the day. Damn. So that thing with like the 8x10 utility trailer hmm. was all the utility of a pickup truck with none of the annoying impracticality <laughs> of a pickup truck. It or, was great. As long as you have a spot to put the trailer when you're not using it, yeah. it's yeah. great. Like, And it's actually useful. Unless you're in like a diesel dually with a gooseneck towing like, you know, a 12,000 pound RV or something, then sure, you need that tool for that job. But like for most people, a utility trailer and a a kind of okay tow vehicle is okay. It's the way to go. Or a Honda Ridgeline or or, or a Hyundai Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Yeah. Right? That's the truck one. Or the Maverick, Ford Maverick. Uh, which is another thing. Oh, my God. We've talked about the Maverick every time you've been on the Because podcast. I love them they so are cool. much. I like them quite a, quite a bit. It's really cool, but I don't think it's the small truck that Ford should have made. No, they need a smaller Ranger. Well, it shouldn't have been called a Maverick to start. Okay, that, that well, bothers Ford me less. Ford is bad than... at naming things. That's, We've talked about yeah, it. also right. bad at making cars, so I mean, there's that. Well, they don't anymore. Do they, but, do they make cars? Yeah, they don't anymore. Just the Mustang. Just the Mustang. Not anymore. Yes, they do. Not past 24. Yeah, they are. They just, they oh, did they just, change that? They just released the S650. Like, like last year, they said 24 was going to be the last year for the Mustang. That's not true. The 24 is... The 2023 is the last year for the S550. The S650 just came out, like, right now. I've seen one on the road. I would have sworn. Who was it? Am I thinking of something else? Or I have no it? idea. But like, there's one at least one more generation of V8 Mustang that like just started right now. You're fired. I mean, <laughs> oh no, I said something wrong on this podcast. No, they should have made. I and I know this is not the truck that America wants, but I don't care. They should have made a like crew cab or. Or, uh, sorry, an extended cab, like two door pickup truck with a full length bed. Yeah. Like the, like the Rangers, you know? Yep. Like the, the... Well, I mean, you can get the F 150 with an extended cab. Yeah, but the, the, a... Even a base F 150 is fucking huge, like gargantuan. So you're saying you want a small truck? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I okay. want a six yeah. foot bed on an extended cab. That's it. Two doors. Like, and, that's that's what I, I I mean ideally body on frame but who you know I'm not gonna that would well, be nice but yeah uh, it's it's just not possible to get a good small truck anymore no it's not it's a hole but it's a hole in the market and yeah. I well that's and, the thing is is it a market because look at because all right so for example there are small trucks with body on the the there's the Chevy Colorado which is still being created it's it's the size of the old uh, it is Silverado. the size of the first gen Silverado. It's also a shit ass truck. Yep. There is the Nissan Frontier, which is the same size as the old, uh, uh, not Armada. No, it uh, is the same payload and dimension as the first series of Frontiers. That was the whole point. 
because they canceled the frontier, remember? And then they brought it back because people rioted. What's the big Nissan? Titan. The new frontier is almost the same size as as an old Titan. It has very similar dimensions and the exact same payload as the original frontier. They look so much bigger. Yes, they do because of magic. You know what I'm saying? Like in the same way that the fit can fit a house. Sure. In the back. But it's not. It's like where's the F one fifty now, or even like the uh, the the current Ranger, is like the size of an old F one fifty, and the yeah. new the new Tacomas are like the size of a first gen Tundra. I would never be the person to tell you that cars are not getting bigger. The most perfect example of this that I could ex- ever explain to you is that is the CRV, the Honda CRV. Oh, that's an compare the first example. gen CRV oh, to the current generation CRV. The current generation CRV has a bigger it's bigger than the old Pilot. It. Well, yeah, of course. By a lot. It actually has more interior space than the original Suburban did. <laughs> Does it really? Yes. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. So, what were we trying just to that Model say? bloat is, is ridiculous, and having a, a small body-on-frame pickup just does not exist okay. anymore. Right. So you were saying that the Maverick <sighs> should have been... I don't know that it uh, should have been. What I... It's just a gap in the market. It's just a gap in the market because what people actually want a pickup truck for is the bed. Right. You want to be able to move something that is six feet long and you can't in a Maverick because it's a five foot, well, four inch long bed or something like that. If that. I thought it was like four and a half. Yeah, it's small. It, make them a point for me. Like, well, it's, no, I agree. It's, it's but, a tiny bed. But if, it, you, if you want a pickup truck, you don't buy a Maverick. I actually, honestly, I forgot that the Ranger was still in production. It is. Um, because you don't see him anywhere. I they don't know. remember the last if time you, I saw if a Ranger. If, if you want a pickup truck and you're not buying a Maverick, then what are you buying a Maverick for? Because it's fucking cool. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's I, a I want the funky kind of bed. It's, just, it's a Subaru the, Baja. It's a new Subaru it's a, Baja. No, that's, a, that's perfect. It's a Baja. Yeah. Because the Baja was useless as a pickup, yep. but it was fucking cool. I also agree. I agree. But Subaru didn't make an F-150 oh, that's true. at the same time. If like you the, want a pickup truck, you buy want, a pickup truck. Buy a pickup truck. But the F-150 but, isn't cool. I, but if you Sorry. want a pickup truck, you want the bed. That is the, that is the attraction to the a pickup whole truck. Point. The whole point of a pickup truck is having a bed. Correct. And I'm then I, I guess I guess I I understand where you're coming from, but like by that logic, what is the point of any short bed pickup? I guess so, but well, I mean, to argue your point, short bed full size pickups are still six feet long. I think I don't think so. I think it's usually short, like six foot. This is eight feet. It's like they get down to like five foot, like five foot. I think it's like five foot three or something like the that. Standard, the standard. The standard short bed, quote unquote, short bed pickup truck, is six feet long, and there are exceptions to that. Like the 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 Dodge Ram, like what was the big mega cab, like extra mega thing? Oh, I think it is called the mega cab on the on the fifteen hundreds with the extra like two feet behind the crew cab. It's like you're driving a like riding in the back of a uh, BMW five series, the five IL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That bed, because that's still on the same frame as the the quote unquote six foot bed, yeah. so then that bed became something like four and a half feet or yeah, something like that. But like a six foot bed is usually only like five and a half feet. 
And the quote-unquote eight-foot bed is usually only like seven and some feet. So why would why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Well, I mean, they got to make you think that you're buying. You know, you're paying. You're spending your money on something. You know, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like you don't buy a Maverick because you need a pickup truck because it's. I mean, it's very definitely not a pickup truck. Like you buy the Maverick because it's a good-looking vehicle. Then why did they make it? Because apparently there's demand for it. I mean, there's demand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. Go ahead. There's demand for a small pickup truck. I don't think that that's true. I think there's there's demand for a utility vehicle, and the fact that it has a pickup bed is just kind of like then then why weren't those people buying explorers? Because explorers suck. We're talking I mean, in circles. We're here. talking about yeah. we're talking about the general public also who don't care about yeah. But think about like how long and how how like how long the ridge line has been in production and how popular it is. It's not very popular. They don't sell that many of them. Unfortunately, because it's a great vehicle. Are you talking about the current model? All of them. Because the first gen ridge line sold like crazy. It was a very successful vehicle for Honda. I mean, yeah, but I mean, they don't sell as many as like F one fifties. Well, of course not, because again, they're not the same thing, and that's what I'm saying. Like the 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 um, Maverick is not in, in the same class as an F one fifty. It shouldn't no. even be considered in the same conversation. And honestly, like I don't even think that a Maverick and a Ridgeline are the same vehicle, because like a Ridgeline, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like you know looking the at them side by size side. Up. The Ridgeline yeah. is the same size as a Tacoma. Basically. I would I would agree with that. Even though they can't even be compared, because then again, you're talking about body on frame versus unibody, right? But they are—they're the same size and they have the same towing capacity. Actually. Do they really? Yeah, five thousand five thousand pounds. The Maverick is a Ute at its core, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it should have been and called they can a Ranchero. Get like forty miles to the gallon. It which should is have been wild. called the Ranchero. It should have been called the Ranchero. Hundred percent. It should have been. Except called the no one wants to buy a car called a Ranchero in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. Why would we buy a Maverick in the year of our Lord? Because Maverick's a cool name. But Top Maverick was always a piece of shit coupe that was always overshadowed by the Mustang. But no one remembers the Ford Maverick as a car. The general public, I didn't. I. I, I mean, I agree with you. Nobody but knows that. Nobody associates that. So you're, with you're saying that the Ranchero is not a bad name because of what it used to be. You're saying the Ranchero is a bad name because it's a bad name. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Like Top Gun Maverick was the biggest movie of the year last but, year. Right. Like, Maverick is a cool. Don't word. think that that correlates. Oh, okay. What Maverick is was... a cool name. All right. Well, it's a cool name for a cool vehicle for cool people who want to look cool. I agree. On Instagram, it's a cool I, and truck. it does all of that. It's a it's a cool vehicle. I want one. Yeah, I want one so bad. Mind wipe. We were talking about the suburban for a little while, which is just. I mean, that's just it's a just, totally it's just different. a lovely couch of a vehicle. The suburban is. That specific Suburban, that's the Herbie of Suburbans, I'm convinced. In that's, what sense? That Suburban defies all, all like standard you know, commonalities of all other Suburbans of its era. It has never had any issues starting. I had to replace the fuel pump once. But like, it's rusted in the quarter panels, which is super standard. But the frame, solid. Like, suspension, brakes, great, good. You know, um, it's engine just, transmission fine. Yeah, and like the transmissions of those cars back in that era were always shit. You know, the engine will run for forever, but like it's a big block in that thing, right? No, it's just the 
350. Oh, is the it? original Chevy small it's block. Throttle body injected though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It it's like it's like a fire on the third crank type of, you know, like it's like Yeah. Eh, blah, 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 you know, like, it's like nice. Yeah, every you, time. You don't have to like there's there's no finagling, there's no like whispering, there's no like, you know, carrying a bottle of starter fluid out just in case. It's, it's just a, like it is an honest vehicle. Which yeah. is like my favorite yeah. kind of vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't leak anything either. Mm-mm. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. The only complaint I have about that thing is I wish that the tailgate opened easier. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> yeah. No, I know. That's, and that's the only thing. <laughs> can, can, does like LMC or something like yes, that just sell 100% tailgates? Uh, if, if, what do they cost? I, I don't actually know. The problem is that <laughs> I can start a fund. <laughs> The problem is that I'm actually scared to work on that truck at all. Like I've never had to work on it, and I feel like once I start, like it'll it'll just like get mad. Yeah, yeah, and it'll just like start demanding that I fix it all the time. What year is that thing? A ninety? I think it's a ninety-one. Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. It is a ninety. Yeah, because it's either an eighty-nine or a ninety. Ooh, LMC. I've definitely ordered stuff from them before. I thought it was an eighty-nine. It's either an eighty-nine or a ninety. I keep. Mixing up whichever one it is. Is that a year break for like a model? Because that would be weird. Ninety was the last year model of the square body ever. They stopped making the pickup truck in a square body in eighty six or eighty seven, but the suburban continued up until nineteen ninety. Tim used to have a square body. Suburban was it ninety one? Seventy three to ninety one. Oh my bad. Tim had a diesel square body truck for a while that he sold. Now he has like eight S chassis. Yeah, I want I want a diesel square bourbon in the worst kind of way. I also can't get the rear window to roll all the way up anymore. Yeah, that was always a, like a major trick. When I was doing that by myself, it would like six trips in and out of the driver's seat to the window. Like, yeah, to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> there was a very specific combination of tire iron and finagling that oh I used god, to be able to get the tailgate down. It's 1230. It's 1230. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I know. We should probably wrap it up. Right. We should wrap okay. it up. All I wanted to say about the Maverick is that I saw one for the first time in something, I think it was called Cyber Yellow. Oh, dude, the Yellow Mavericks are the tits. It's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> I've never seen one besides this one. It's amazing. It's, and it was also in like the highest trim that you could get. Yeah. It it's like a Tonka so truck. Good. It's oh, oh beautiful. I had uh, I had my daughters with me when we saw it, and it was like we were pulling up to a yard sale, and then the dude was coming down the street opposite me, and I just I like got out of the I was getting them out of the car and just like stopped and took out my phone and was just taking a bunch of pictures and and Evelyn was like, you know, she, she likes cars. She notices that I notice cars and. I was, but I was just like stunned by this, by this color of this truck because I'd never seen one before. And she was like, "Daddy, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, hold, just hold, hold <laughs> just on, hold a on, give, give, give Daddy a minute. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go inside the yard in a second. Yeah, I, I saw a yellow one at like, at like the um, the Bowtie Theater or something one time. It was, oh, it's so good. It's such a great color it's, on that car. It's really good. It's like I'm such a sucker for yellow trucks too, like yellow Xterras, yellow Explorers. Well, like I fucking love them. I think the Xterra looks good in the yellow. I think you can get the Frontier in the yellow, too. I don't know that for a Pretty fact. sure you can. But like other I than could. the Xterra, I can't think of one other car that I like in yellow. 
oh, you know what? The Vehicross. Oh, absolutely. Lo- looks incredible in yellow. But yes, sir. Which I also like the Explorer for this. The older Explorers for the same reason because it's the same like Tonka truck yellow with like the black cladding as the Vehicross. It's the same kind of look. I like it a lot. I don't remember ever seeing an Explorer in yellow. Yeah, they're around. Mm. Or they were. The yellow Rivians. Oh, oh facts. Big facts. Big, hard, Christ. raging, throbbing facts. <laughs> Jesus. Man. Yup. <sighs> yeah. Yep. A thousand yep. percent. It does funny things to the, oh, to the fizzy bit. To, that, the, that yeah, the, <laughs> so the best color for that truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know about the best color, but it's way up there. The best color was that release exclusive green, I think it was. Or like, it was like a... Like forest oh, green? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that almost. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yes, it yeah. was. As a matter of fact, very close to the color of these walls. I feel like I've actually seen a lot of those. That might be like the most common color that I see them in. Most well, that's because everybody who pre-ordered one got that got that color uh, because it was a pre-order only. You know, back before they even knew that they were even going to actually release them. Yeah. You know, and you paid your what was the deposit was like really high on them. I want to say it was like five grand or something. Oh. I thought I remembered it was like 30 or something. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know, know. Maybe I'm way off of that. I also like the Smurf blue. They come in like a Smurf blue too. I mean, honestly, like all of the colors, I have spent an unhealthy amount of time on, on the, the configurator. Rivian configuration website. Like the interiors, there's, there's like three or four different interior colors that you can get and they all bang. The natural ash wood one. Yeah. That's great. It's, it's breathtaking. I know. I know, dude. I'm so on board, but I, they're so I, expensive. I don't actually remember if I've ever talked about it on this podcast before, but like the fact that I didn't get that job kind of crushes me. Yeah. Like I'm so invested. Like I was inve- I was invested before yeah. I had the interview. Like before I even considered trying to apply for that job. And just having having the opportunity to do that was like a dream. Yeah. I was um, I was I was real bummed at the time that I didn't get yeah, the one I applied yeah, for too. Yeah. Have you seen the Amazon trucks are actually having some issues though with Oh really? Yeah, like the rear lighting isn't actually legal. Oh yeah, cuz it's just like a halo around the out like an outline around the outside of the truck and you can't really distinguish individual lights or something like that. It's something about if you if you hit the brakes it stops indicating your turn signal or something like that. Oh. I don't remember exactly That's what it was, good. but it's yeah, like... because turn signals should be amber and not red. I, I Honestly, I kind of agree with you, especially if you so have the option, stupid. like, it's, it's all white, you know, before it lights up as a color. So, like, if you have the option for it to light up as a colored LED, why not integrate amber? Like, I don't like amber-colored lenses, but if you can have them. it light up as amber, why wouldn't you? I get what you're saying, but I, it, the, it, it, it should just be law that your turn signals need to be amber. Uh, it drives me crazy. It drives me yeah. absolutely crazy that turn signals can be red and and that they can be the same bulb as the brake yeah, light. Yeah, that's what just I don't Just blinking like. a brake light as yeah. a turn signal. That's if, very if, old. That seems very old school, though. But it's not illegal yet. If if if, if you have your turn signal on... And as a result, that brake light is not lighting up. That should not be legal yeah. in my mind, because there could be scenarios where that might be the only brake light that I could see. Right? I don't know. Very I mean, easily. We're talking about semantics at this point, but it is like 
I mean, the amount of other things that they mark illegal. Dude, the the legal requirements for exterior lighting on vehicles for the United States is ridiculous. And the fact that that's not included in that list of ridiculous rules yeah. is kind of crazy. Yeah, that's true. Have you seen, like, Audi had, like, a whole recall out for, like, three model year uh, SUV things. I think there were A3s or... Well, A3 is like a little car. Okay. It was a smaller SUV. Probably like a Q3, maybe. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't remember. But it was like a small SUV. And when they had produced the vehicle, when they started producing the vehicle, it was not yet illegal to have your brake lights on a movable rear portion of the car. But by the time they had brought them to America, it had become illegal to have br- illuminating brake lights on a Open moving portion. The so their brake lights were in the hatch. So the recall was to move them from the hatch lights to the little tiny, what was the fog lights in Europe. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost impossible to see those shits on the road. It yeah. looks so stupid. Yeah, they had the similar thing on the transit van, which is why they had to put the little bump on the roof for the U.S. transit vans. Because they couldn't the, have the third brake light in the barn doors for the rear. Oh, for the, for the smaller trend. The, yeah, like, uh, transit connect. Yeah, connect, yeah. yeah. Did you? I'm sorry, I was distracted earlier. Did you say that those were the only yellow cars that look good? No, yes, I was, that is what you said. You, you said that you was... not about the Rivian, but you said that's the only yellow vehicle that I like, and then you named like I, one or two. Others. Right. So what I think that I said initially was that the Maverick was the only yellow car, the yellow vehicle that I liked. But then I was trying to remember other yellow vehicles that I've seen, ah. and then I remembered like the Isuzu Via Cross, which does look good in yellow. And one other thing, and then he mentioned the Rivian, or maybe you mentioned Corey the Rivian. Mentioned the Rivian. Yeah. So there are actually more yellow vehicles than I realized. But like the Honda Fit in yellow, for example, that's a bad yellow. I ju- it's not my favorite yellow, but I disagree that it's a bad yellow. It just doesn't work for that car. I like it. Quite I'd a also bit. like to posit the uh, Lamborghini Diablo and Maserati. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Italian yeah. supercars look amazing in yellow. <laughs> yeah, that's a total. Yeah. Have you? There is there is like a couple of people online that have wrapped their ND Miatas in like that FD RX7 yellow, like oh, that, yeah. that sunflower uh-huh. yellow. Yes, and I have. it is so good. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Controversial opinion. I actually really hate the yellow that the FDs came in. You can get out cuz that I is mean, one of the best yellow cars I of disagree. All time. Mm-hmm. It, the the body lines of that car do not work for yellow. You're, just, You're the only one. You are wrong on a level that I is guess, unprecedented. Cuz I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, we still love you, but you're wrong. You're very Nobody wrong. in this room loves the FD more than me. I promise that you. That is very true. But But you're wrong about the color. <laughs> Did the Supra come in yellow? The fourth gen Supra? I don't. Not from the factory. Toyota doesn't do yellow very often. The new Prius comes in yellow, which is actually kind of nice. Really? The yeah. new new one that we were when, just swooning over a minute ago. Like one of the first. I think the first picture I ever saw of it like was one of the press photos, and it was in yellow, and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. The first good. picture that I saw of it was in black. Jamie, on like pull a, that up. <laughs> the oh, first boy. picture that I saw of it was like in black on a black background with like the. Backlit silhouette. and yeah, when well, it wasn't a silhouette, it was just like the backlit thing, and it was just like she's like twenty twenty four Prius, Night Rider, sexy Prius shit. Look at that shit! Ooh, oh, it's so good. I don't know, man. That looks like a taxi. Well, okay, if if you okay, 
Why did you say see, that? That's what I'm saying, though. Like, if you see a yellow Prius, that's a taxi. <sighs> You're not wrong. God dang it. Sorry, you just dude. ruined look that. Because look at all the... Like, that's that's what I'm thinking of when I see the first gen and second gen Priuses. Yeah. yeah. But all yellow Priuses have always been taxis. Like, what's the company here in Richmond that's yellow Priuses and Highlanders know, and shit? Air, airport something yeah. or other? I know. You're right. I'm sorry. You're, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. But look at it. It's so good looking. I mean... Oh, I'm not going to so lie, awesome. like, even in that yellow, it is still a damn good-looking car. God, and that good. says a lot. They do look real good. Especially from the back. That back end is just... Mm. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it's just good. It's just good. It is. Why didn't the Tesla look like this? Because now that I'm seeing it right here from this angle, it almost has the same proportions as the Tesla. Looking at that picture of that car, does that not have the same proportions as, like... One of the Tesla sedans. It's similar to a. It's similar to a three, but this it's probably taller. So why does this look so much fucking better? Because, because it doesn't Toyota have the, knows how to design a car. Because it doesn't have the big stubby nose piece that the Teslas do, where there should be a grill but isn't. They just Toyota designed this to look like that, whereas Tesla was like, let's take a car and then just blank out the grill. I feel like the most recent generation of Teslas haven't really had that grill. It's not as bad as it used to be, but that's mm. how the Model 3 looks. Is it looks like it okay. should have a grill, but doesn't. And it's just like a... Snu- it, look, it looks like uh, like if, if you imagine like a catfish kind of boops its nose into the it side of an aquarium. It does look like a catfish. It's a catfish that Whoa. has booped its nose into the side of an aquarium. Wow, that's a, that's a really bad picture too because it's like shaded right there where like the mouth looks like it's open. Yeah, for- like there should be a grill there, but there's not. That's wild. It, yeah, it's when you can't get good, away from it. No, it does not look good. It is not a good looking car. I don't. The Model S is a good looking car. Is that what that is? No, that's a, that's a the. S. This is the three. That's the three, the smallest that's, one. Okay, that but that last picture was a different. Maybe this, it was just a concept this is or something. The S. The Model S actually looks oh. like a proper car. What's that? It looks like a proper car. Like it the, does, but it, I think it's worse because it that has that. I don't know. I I do. I don't like this one. This is the S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like this one at all. I like it's, that much better than the three. You do. This this looks like something that was meant to be bigger to me. These cars always looked like they were supposed to be bigger, and then they like like proportional wise. Yeah, and then they just kind of like clicked and dragged it, and it didn't. It doesn't fit. Maybe the three. The three for me has that really bad. Where it's like, it's something is wrong. This is the dumb crossover Model Y. Yeah. That's what, isn't that what JR has? Yeah. So, and this is the X, the big. I think that's the best one. It's, it just looks like a stretched Model S. That's, okay. Like a tall end Model S. So that is the car that I feel like they clicked, they clicked the corner and dragged it. To make the smaller, what was the one that we were just talking about? The S. The S is the sedan. The big sedan. Yeah. So what is this? This is the Y. It's the X. X. See how it has the gullwing doors? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't mind this one. <laughs> it yeah, just because it has. It's the same front end. It has, it has front. something on well, the front. That's that's it, the thing. It, it, yes, but it doesn't look disproportionate or awkward. Like this almost looks like it could be just a Highlander almost. Yeah. The front end of that thing. Yeah. But anyways, the Prius is better. Prius yeah. is yeah. so good looking. The Prime gets like 60 miles to the gallon. It's wild. Jesus. The Highlander Hybrid uh, gets pretty great gas mileage too. Uh, the guy that works in the coffee shop that's attached to the warehouse that I work at, he's getting like 50 almost in Holy his shit, Highlander that's Hybrid. That's a big car. He drives to DC qu- quite regularly. So it's all highway. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, that's still that's really good for a I mean, car that big. F- yeah, for and it's like it's an eight seater, I think. I think it's yeah, seven or eight. Yeah, 
Is um, it a Grand Highlander or a Highlander? No, no. It's, yeah. The Grand Highlander. Is that out yet? Yeah. It's freaking oh, really? huge. It's so big. Yeah. I kind of hate it. So they I have, haven't seen one in person yet, but they at this this fair that we went to, they had the Prius sitting right there, and it was we were looking at the sticker prices. They had the Prius sticker price was like thirty two, super reasonable for wow. what it is, amazing price for what it is. We looked at the Sequoia sitting next to it. Okay, well seventy nine. It's like that's actually seems low to me. Who I didn't is know you buying that. I didn't know you could get seventy nine thousand dollars. Like. What? I didn't know you could get into a Sequoia for less than three fig- uh, six figures. Oh, yeah. That, I don't know that you, they make one that expensive. I honestly. know that they do. The Land Cruisers oh. did. Sequoias were... Okay, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know I'm that I've ever seen one in six probably figures. Probably thinking of the Land Cruiser. Yeah, Land Cruiser. Because that's expensive. the one they don't make anymore, right? Yes, they're, t- they're on a break right okay. now. Okay, all right. That's definitely the one I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So in... what comes what comes in the Sequoia for that? Is that like the deluxe one or is that the I base model one? I think that was like either the TRD. I think it was the TRD Off-Road. Mm, Not the TRD okay. Pro, but the TRD Off-Road. Or TRD Sport. I'm about to change the subject again because you're talking about Black off-road cars. In California, we uh, walked around the mall. And in malls in California, you run into automobile showrooms. Up. Yeah. You could just buy a car while you're at the mall. Yeah. Like imagine walking around Shore Pump and just like stumble into a Mercedes showroom. Yeah, I'll just, cool. I'd yeah. Be I just it. bought some shoes and a G30. So at this one, there's a Lincoln dealership, a Lexus or a showroom, I should say. Lexus, uh, Lincoln, Lexus, uh, Tesla, and Lucid. Oh, Lucid. Ooh. And so we went into the Lucid Yeah, showroom. of course. I'm in the mood to spend a quarter mil today. <laughs> and uh, I had not, I have not seen one of those cars up close. Oh, my yeah. God. There's a couple in Richmond. It's I see them fairly so regularly. Good. I've seen one. It looks so good. Yeah, it's a very good-looking car. Oh, okay. Have you seen how the trunk works on that thing? Yes, I love oh it. Oh, my God, it's amazing. I love it amazing. so much. It's why I want one. And it's flat load. <gasps> yeah, yeah, that's, the whole, oh, so that's the whole thing. I've seen one Lucid, and I was, like, too far away from it. I, I didn't like the way that it looked from where I was looking at it. It was on the highway, and I couldn't catch up to it. And I would like to see another one because Nothing everybody else can. says that it looks great. They, yeah, it is, it's a good-looking car. I liked it. Yeah, it's I, very distinctive. But yes, not like in yes. a in a bad not in a bad way. Like it's it is strikingly it's, large. Yeah, they're big compared it's to what very big. Yeah, compared, it's like it's like Panamera size. Like yeah, right. It's a huge but like sedan. But like, it's like the Lincoln Continental of Panameras. Like it's it's when when I saw it on the highway, I was expecting like a Tesla sized sedan. But this is this is a big sedan. It's much bigger than that. Yeah. and I was not ready for that. I. I think I, I, I was more interested in the driver's seat in the trunk than the back seats, but I'm pretty sure the back seats have extended leg room. Like mm. you could like prop your feet up and like oh, wow. lean the seat back type of type of deal for that price. That, yeah. yeah. That wouldn't surprise me for the size of it either, honestly. Yeah. But going back to talking about off-road vehicles, whatever you were talking about off, oh, the TRD Sequoia or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that Mazda is doing like an Atlas edition now of all their SUVs. I've seen on some of them, yeah. They kind of fuck. Like yeah. they're Steve really Steve Kilman is like very seriously considering getting into a CX90 in the next couple of years. So they have the CX90 Atlas. Right now the CX30 Atlas is available and it just it has no right to look like it should be able to do what it can do. Like they put it there was a press thing where they put it up against the Bronco 
Sport, the small Bronco. Yeah, yeah. Which also not honestly not a terrible car. Off awesome, road. actually, like a very capable vehicle yeah. compared. Like considering that the Bronco Sport is literally the um, Ford Escape. Escape. Which is a shit car. It's an escape on a slightly more capable like suspension design and wheels. And is it actually package. different suspension? I think so. I think it's a little bit like, okay. lo- slightly longer travel. I didn't realize the suspension was any different at all. But the way that they tune, like in the Bronco, you have selections for the way it handles different things. And like it actually reacts differently to those different things. And that's what makes the difference in the Bronco I think it sport. uses a version of the Magna Ride system, right? Like that's how it... To how a degree. Um. It's not magnetic shocks, as far as I'm aware, but it, I think it's it just has to do with ABS shocks. and shit. Is it really actually adjustable? Probably. Most a lot of cars have that now. Hmm. For, well, especially if they have like off-road modes like that, it's like traction control modes and like shock stuff. And see, I know that the CX30 has adjustable suspension. It's height adjustable and like dampening adjustable. And so, like they put the CX30 up against the Bronco Sport, and like you, you think about a Mazda CX30, and it's like you know Mazda does race cars road cars but the cx30 is three inches taller you know it's got a two inch bigger wheel and it has these adjustable suspension and it was out handling the bronco sport i so highly recommend if you have the time there's a youtube channel you may have heard of it called savage geese they do car reviews mm-hmm. um very dry senses of humor but like very technical uh guys um, their CX 90 review is like an hour and a half long yeah, and okay. they have like crazy in-depth interviews with like the designers and engineers that made it. It's very interesting. It's probably one of the most in-depth car reviews I've ever seen. It's amazing. Did they do a review on the Rivian R1? They probably did at one point. I don't know that I watched it. I remember at one point I watched like a two and a half hour review of a Rivian of the Rivian R1 on YouTube. I don't know if it was that. That channel doesn't sound familiar to me, but I'm I'm super excited for the CX90. Yeah, check uh, check out that. I'll send you a link. It's really good. I, I want like inline it. sixes back in a big big way, and I really want this one to be good. Like I want this to be like a you know, in in ten years, fifteen years, like I want this to be the two JZ. You know? I don't think it's it's I quite mean, that. It never but, will be. Yeah, but because a solid motor would be nice, just if it lasts a long time and is reliable and makes good power. Good, great, do that. Another thing that I had wanted to talk about tonight was oil weights because they're getting stupid. Yeah, like zero I, W six or something like that. Well, Toyota's new thing is zero, or is it six? Is it eight? I thought it was two something. Isn't it like two W six? I thought it was like zero W six in some of the new cars or it's, something. Something absolutely outlandish. I like thought that. it was zero W eight. Maybe that's what it is. It's zero W single digit, and it's just comical. It looks like apple juice. It makes no sense. It does. Yeah, it, it's water. It has the consistency. It has no viscosity at all. Uh, and you can't tell me that that wasn't engineered to expire. To the fail? Past yeah. a certain, like, yeah. you go past 3,000 miles on your oil change, that shit's going to blow. Like, there's yeah. no property to that oil at all. Speaking of modern cars and engineered to fail oiling systems, have you seen that Ford is using on a lot of their cars now, including the next generation Coyote V8s? Uh, their oil pumps are driven by a toothed metal belt, like or a toothed rubber belt, like a timing belt type thing yeah. that goes from the crankshaft down into the oil pan yeah. and is submerged in oil to drive the oil pump. It's- and they fail 
constantly because it's rubber that's being soaked in oil. How did? How could you not? Why would uh, they think that's a good idea? My my seven year old daughter could have predicted that shit. It's asinine, unbelievable. And on that note, I think it's time to go. Yes, I mean, it's like one a.m. at this point. It sure is. Pierce, where can people find you on the interwebs? Wherever you want to. <laughs> we have a website, beerandbackfire.com. We love we you. sure do. <laughs> Onlyfans.com only slash Piercy40. That's... I can't... <laughs> Blame me out, Johnny. <sighs> I hate it. We didn't talk about bacon dust, which was like the only thing that I really wanted to talk about at all. What's there to talk about? Somebody mentioned that we should talk about it on the podcast. I don't remember who it was. So I felt like we owed it to whoever it was to talk about bacon dust. Might have been Tom. Simply because it's been, what, 10 years now since you brought up the idea at all? I, I why just not just like... take a bunch of bacon bits and throw them in a coffee grinder? It doesn't work. He I says feel like this, I, a, this is the voice of a man who has well, tried. But this is what I'm saying. Like I feel like we talk about it every year, but then I feel like you're giving, you're putting no effort in. You know, <laughs> past this like two weeks out of the year, uh, and like I, I need more, the man. Problem, more the problem with just grinding bacon is it's not a dry product. Yeah, it's so greasy. It's so greasy that you end up with just like you, you can't pinch and sprinkle it's it. It's like mud. You, you want to be able to, right? It's yeah, like wet no. sand. Yeah, I get basically. it. What I want and what I'm expecting from the original idea of bacon dust, what I have always wanted from bacon dust was to integrate it into pasta flour yeah. in such a way as like... I understand. Um, yeah. What are they called? Like squid ink pasta. Yeah, that was There's... my original idea as well. Yeah. 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 I, so I purchased... There's a... There's a product in molecular gastronomy, uh, which is like chemistry in the kitchen. Um, I think it's sodium acetate, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, and it's like... it can, it has the ability to powderize fats. Um, I don't oh. really understand how it works. But I tried to do that with bacon drippings one time. Yes. And it it didn't work. It was the same. It was just like grinding up bacon. It was like greasy and slimy and it like didn't work. We just need more. And so I have a bag of it in the kitchen uh, from the years ago or whatever that I tried and it didn't work. Uh, So, I mean, there's... I probably just didn't do something right or something like that, but I I lost the yeah I lost the the drive. It is like I don't know. I have like an incredible expectation for this thing that I have no desire to <laughs> engineer or accomplish on you my own. You just want me to do it exactly. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> um. And it's it's really just it's kind of turned into a meme at this point. As much as I want it to be yeah. real yeah. and like you know, it's one of the better ideas that we've ever had. <laughs> I say we like I had anything to do with it. <laughs> you know, uh, I 
I think what I want to do with it is put it on ice cream. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Oh, that'd be good. My God. And there's no real reason you can't just do that with bacon bits, but it just something it's about it is same. just not the same. You well, got to get like, rid of that texture. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't I, know. I have, like, there there have been multiple occasions where I've actually taken bacon and, like, dredged it through brown sugar, and then you just bake that, mm-hmm. and yeah. it turns into candied bacon. Have you ever had candied bacon mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. And that on ice cream. That would probably be That famous. is yeah. the, the absolute tits. <laughs> there, I mean, that is, um, that is such a fat-ass moment, right? Like, sitting on a couch at one in the morning... Mm-hmm. With three strips of sh- brown sugar coated bacon and a popcorn bowl of, you know, whatever ice cream is your preference. My sister recently has been making me. I bought her an ice cream maker for her KitchenAid. You see, that's where you done fucked up. I, no, yeah. that was the best thing I've ever done with yeah. my life. No, I understand. I bought her an ice cream maker attachment for her KitchenAid two years ago for Christmas, yeah. and she's been making me brown sugar cinnamon pop tart ice cream. Mm. Oh my god! Uh, it's on, I'm, <laughs> yeah, my my boys, and mm-hmm. she's been making it with oat milk, uh-huh. so like so I can, can actually consume can, it yeah. and not die. And <laughs> it's probably honestly better with the oat milk. Than oat milk does I'd have imagine. a nice flavor. Yeah. Oat milk a lot is of things. Oat milk's good. It, yeah. it is good. Like it's good, dude. Chobani's oat nog. We're gonna go back to eggnog. Okay. <laughs> Chobani's oat nog is genuinely my number two after this. It's so good. I'm down to try that. I'm it's actually great. very interested to try that. Kroger I has it. It's awesome. Didn't know that oat nog was a thing. That they got whatever like ratio of spices they're using is just like perfect. It's wonderful. You gotta shake right. the shit out of it, but it's good. Yeah, I mean, you have to shake oat milk in general. It separates pretty quickly, but yeah. Even not as a milk substitute, oat milk is good in yeah, my yeah, mind. Absolutely. Yeah, I, agree. I agree. Okay. Glad we've reached this consensus. We're, we agreed on something for once. We agree on a lot Ford of things. Ford Mavericks and oat milk. And yellow Rivians. <laughs>